Welcome to the Trending Tab. My name is Nathan Dyke. Uh, so glad to have you guys with us today. We actually have a very special guest today, Jonathan Close. Say hello, Jonathan. That's me. What's up, man? What's up? Uh, today we've got a spicy episode for you. We're talking about HHN, Kanye West, unfortunately, again, and a whole bunch more. Um, so yeah, I think we got a good show for for everyone today. You excited, Jonathan? I'm terrified. You're terrified? How come? <laughs> oh, just Kanye West is in the news again, so. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, he's always in the news, especially on Twitter. Bro, this man, uh, he is the he is Twitter. He he is Twitter at this point. He he is inseparable from from it. His Honestly. whole life is on Twitter. It's on display on Twitter. No, he is he is, just is Twitter. His life yeah, is Twitter. Basically. Yeah, but he, uh, <laughs> before we talk about Kanye West, I'd like to uh, I'd like to address uh, the elephant in the room. Um, very sad day. Um, I think we all we all were very sad when we heard it. I know everyone cares a lot, um, especially myself. I know you care a lot, Jonathan, about this. Oh, you, uh, you know me. I, I care very much. But. Um, our first topic today is Halloween Horror Nights, which was trending at number 10 uh, the day it was announced in the U.S. Uh, for about four hours. It was trending for, for a good bit. Um, and this comes after Universal announces the cancellation of both events in Hollywood and uh, Orlando, Florida. Um, so I think this I think this really came to a shock to me. Uh because I've been following this for for so long, and it is it is literally the last thing in 2020 I've been looking forward to. If if mm-hmm. if this was the only event that happened in 2020, I would be all right. Uh, and after this was was canceled, bro, my 2020 basically was over at that point. You know? Yeah, I, I could see that. I think that's a lot of people this year, not just necessarily with HHN, just in general. It's it's really like what what do I look forward to? It, you yeah. know, a lot of people are either at at home un, unemployed or furloughed, or there are people at work and they're just like, "What am I working for? Or what's the next point?" I think HHN really, uh, not even just HHN, but even Disney announcing that uh, not so scary Halloween party, and then the turn of HHN, and then everything happening with every amusement industry around the world and nation right now. I think that's really a turning point in people's minds. Like, oh shoot, we're really in this, and for the long haul, you know. We're really uh, yeah. We're stuck in we're stuck in this nightmare for a little bit longer, unfortunately. Yeah, and it it, it really doesn't seem like there's an end in sight. Uh, we it started in March, and everyone thought this was going to be over by July, right? Yeah, that people. So kind of the speculation was early July, um, and you know I, I I don't know how much I'm going to go into the depth of coronavirus just because it's a topic that's already so widely addressed, but. There's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of reasons that go into why it's lasted as long as it has, and you can either criticize it or praise people for it, depending on yeah. which side of the spectrum you're on. So, for that reason, I'm out. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and for that reason, I, uh, I I am out. For that reason, I am out. But I think I agree with you. I think Halloween Horror Nights is, you know, I think a lot of people right now we're you know 
speak, you know, any event at all is just something to look forward to. We're looking for something to look forward to, you know, like oh just a gosh, little, yeah. we're, we're not even looking for a light at the end of the tunnel. We're just looking for a little flare, a little ember at the end of the tunnel. And I think really that's just kind of like the foot stomping out that last ember with Halloween Horror Nights, not uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and all the Christmas shows and all that happening, you know? Yeah. I mean, especially for during sure. the during the holidays it's such a festive time of the year like everyone's getting nice and cozy their sweaters their pumpkin spice lattes and weed shots you know it's all <laughs> it's all such a festive time of the year it's when we start letting our guard down and it's i think everyone just kind of figured like okay this is, happened really early in the year when we started going into this panic mode and really seeing the depth of what's happening mm -hmm. and i think we all kind of expected that by the time we got around to here that our expectation of what normally happens would just resume. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, it, it's unfortunate, but I'm going to let you talk because this hits you a lot closer to home than me because I've actually never been to Halloween Horror Night. So, yeah, that's 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 my question. Like, uh, what does this look like to you? Like, as a, as an event, uh, as a whole, as a whole, like, what does Halloween Horror Nights like seem to you from the outside? Completely honest. It looks like a bunch of teenagers looking for a reason to go stay out past their curfew, maybe get drunk, maybe get tipsy. Oh my god. I don't know. Maybe get harassed by an actor at Universal. I don't really know. But I, 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 I okay, I will I will admit it for some people that might that might be the case. But for a lot of people, like this is this is a huge event for them. This is the thirtieth anniversary of the event. For thirty years they have had Halloween Horror Nights and it has gone uninterrupted basically. Really? I mean they had the they had the September 11th uh terrorist attacks and they had mm -hmm. to change the event because of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that this event has gone uninterrupted for 30 whole years. And that's incredible. And, incredible. Yeah, to see it uh canceled so quickly because all of the rumblings behind the scenes told everyone that this that this event was going to happen. Like I had a conversation with someone on Sunday, someone who works at the park, who works in production, who was working on the houses. Mm -hmm. um, and he told me that it was going to be probably the best year as far as a guest experience because of the new social distancing guidelines and all of this stuff. Like he he was excited for the event. He told me a few of the houses that were that he was building um, and and. That Friday, after we talked, it was canceled, like really? out of the blue. Okay. And this is so big for not only like people in the Halloween Horror Nights community or the haunt community, but like as for Orlando as a whole, like this is this is a huge draw of money. Um, this is Universal's biggest event. They make mm. like I think it's fifty percent more during this time of the year than they do any time of the year. I'd like, believe it. I'd believe it. It's huge. It's huge. There's so much in alcohol sales. There's <laughs> yeah. so much in... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much in ticket sales. There's... And there's so much... There's so many jobs added to the economy through this event. There's the scare actors, the 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 production people backstage building mm -hmm. the houses. There's people uh, facilitating the event. There's media coverage. There's you know YouTube influencers going to this event. There's so much that goes into the event, and to not have it is kind of disappointing. But I will say this: uh, it is disappointing. 
but it is 100% understandable with the current situation that Florida is in right now. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think about the two hotspots, uh, two of the three hotspots right now are where, ironically, where, uh, well, not ironically, but you know, unfortunately is where Universal is, you know, being Hollywood yeah. and being Orlando. So, but with that being, I want to pose the question to you. Mm -hmm. All right, so put yourself in Universal shoes for a minute. You're building behind the scenes. You're developing all this cool stuff. You're getting ahead. Mm -hmm. You're getting ready, right? Because yeah. you're anticipating July, right? And so mm -hmm. you hear Disney come out and you say, and they say, we're not doing anything. And so now yeah. the press, ever, all eyes are on you. You know, so mm -hmm. what do you do? Do you continue with the current motive, with the current, you know, uh, monologue of, hey, we're canceling everything until we're really, we're good? Or do mm -hmm. you... Break the status quo, for lack of a better phrase. You know, um, is it worth the risk? Well, that's that's the thing. I think uh, it was not so scary. It was canceled a couple months ago. It was back in like um, May, I believe, that, that not so scary was canceled. Mm -hmm. And we've had nothing but we haven't had um, per se like rumors of cancellation or 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 universal saying to temper our expectations it's been pretty open and pretty uh pretty up in the air since mm -hmm. uh the announcement of of uh, not so scary's cancellation mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but i think it's it's really just like a domino effect um like all of these new cases in florida all all of that is happening then they have like these IP houses with with big IPs like from Netflix and like other big uh, big studios like and once like you don't want to have your IP associated with an event that is going to potentially increase the amount of infections exponentially. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You it's know. it's not a good look at all. It's not a good look. I, I fully agree with you. I think from Universal's perspective, I get it. Um, yeah. I do understand, but I, you know, I can understand both sides of the equation here. My question yeah. is, uh, do you, all right, here's kind of an, it's not really a theory. It's just kind of a hypothesis. And I'm curious to hear um, mm -hmm. just, you know, your opinion on it. If you're Universal, do you temper your expectations by saying there will be nothing and then coming back and saying there will be something indeed mm -hmm. or... Do you think they're just this is completely legit? They're not going to do it because I could kind of see them doing this, saying, "Hey, we're not going to do anything. We're not. We're going to be really safe given the current climate um, mm. everywhere." Yeah. So that way, now the expectations way down here. That way, the expectation has the potential to rise back up. Do you think they're possibly trying to do some sort of play here, or no? Nah, not at all. Um, no. I think if they were going to do that kind of play, it would have been done months ago you know true um and yeah. this is such a big event i don't think they can afford to do that kind of play like there there has to be some sort of marketing campaign you know behind it um mm -hmm. and i think i think it was even late how they that we hadn't gotten an, an, an announcement yet mm -hmm. i mean we're less than two months from the uh the canceled start date True. Um, of the event and there has been nothing on twitter not, no announcements they have been selling tickets they had been selling tickets but like not the normal like you know frequent fear pass like the big um the big, the big sellers ticket, yeah ticket yeah ticket sellers and stuff like that mm. um but uh but yeah i don't know 
I don't know. Well, on the bright side, at least if you are looking for a terrifying house or something terrifying to scare you this Halloween, there is our presidential election coming on with <laughs> presidential nominee Kanye West in it. And so if you're looking for something to <laughs> no, give you no, the he's fright. he's not a nominee. He's just running. He's just running. He's he not is. a nominee. He's Don't not a nominee. Like he's, just, he's just running. <laughs> but, I mean, who else is going to run for the birthday party? So I guess you could say the birthday party has nominated him for the role. <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah let's talk about kanye he he <laughs> totally blew up this week um, I mean, what is, like mentally socially mentally, I mean, what is he not yeah. what does he not blow up is my question i don't know he he blew up a couple weeks with the gap uh deal that he signed then he blew up a couple weeks with his new song mm-hmm. uh then he blew up this week with uh his complete and utter mental breakdown on twitter <laughs> Yeah, um, at around fun. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on July 20th, Kanye started trending after sending out like a barrage of tweets. Uh, this comes after a news outlet reports that he would not be placed on top of the uh, on the South Carolina ballot. Uh, he did not make it in time. He was not going to be placed on the ballot. Um, so he was trending for quite a while after going on a on a rant about how he was going to beat Biden and 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 that he was going to be president I, I don't know and uh, a lot of people likened this uh Twitter mental breakdown to a similar situation a couple of years ago with a uh YouTuber and streamer by the name of Etika um Etika was probably one of my favorite streamers of all time uh, and he was trending at 11 alongside alongside uh, Kanye just because of the uh, the similarities to both of these uh, to both of these individuals. They're both very high profile, very uh, eccentric individuals, uh, and they both have very similar conditions uh, as far as we can see from the outside, like uh, with their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have you been following this a little bit? I have been following this a little bit. I have. I, I've been. De- I've been keen on the trail. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what have you seen? Um, you know, Kanye. All right. So Kanye is a very outspoken person. He's kind of, if you mm-hmm. would, if you, uh, if you will, he's kind of the Alexander Hamilton of our current <laughs> Twitter climate. If that makes sense. As in oh the fact gosh. that, as as in the way that no, I, I use that reference because of the the gravity that it has given the current recent release, but. You know, understand what I'm saying by saying that he is the Hamilton of our current Twitter climate because of the fact that no matter what he says, he doesn't care if it hurts him. He's gonna say it. Yeah. And for I sure. don't, I don't know how to feel about. I don't know if that's a bad or good thing. You know, so a lot of people chalk this up to manic episodes, which I'm not dismissing out of hand. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't let me say that I, I I'm not dismissing that fact. Mm-hmm. But I'm also saying he's also Kanye West. Yeah. So how much of that is a manic episode versus just Kanye being Kanye? Because this isn't too abnormal. I think it's just elevated on a pedestal because of the fact that it's he's running for president. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess so. In a way, yeah. Um, I mean, we have we've seen Kanye do this before. Like, I think the first time... Uh, there's been a very public uh, mental breakdown of Kanye West was back in like 2016 uh, mm-hmm. during the Life of Pablo tour. He 
uh, was on stage and he started one of his iconic rants um, Mm -hmm. and it ended with him saying that he was going to run for president in 2020. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Uh, Here we are again uh, in what I believe is a manic episode and and um, and Kanye is once again saying he's going to be president of the United States. So, um, and I think it's, I think, wait, I, I think it's very, uh, very interesting to look at both of these cases side by side, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West um, wants to be president. He thinks he's going to be president. Etika, back when he was um, having his mental breakdown, was claiming he was the Antichrist, like on <laughs> Keemstar's show. Mm-hmm. He went on Keemstar's show and said, I am the Antichrist. Um, and people would just berate him and pull him down and call him a clown. Um, and look where that ended up. Uh, Attica killed himself, uh, by throwing himself off the Brooklyn bridge. Um, Mm -hmm. after uploading a very haunting video of him apologizing for all that he had done. Um, and my concern is I don't want to see Kanye go the same way, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, and it, it it's definitely scary to see the similarities between the two situations. Yeah. Um. So, but my question is, all right. So Kanye is he's famous for being Kanye. Let, let, let's let's set that let's set that plane right here right now that he is famous is for he being though? Kanye. Is he though? He's he's got some good music. Oh, no, undoubtedly, <laughs> ha- he's a, a producer at heart. But that yeah, that's not for sure. you know there are a lot of, of great producers out there. But my, you know, in my, and this is gonna, I, this is gonna, I'm gonna coin this term right here, right now. Is this the Kardashian effect, where it's they're not? Whoa, he, whoa. He, hold, hold on, <laughs> he, hold on, hear me out. Is, is it not necessarily? Is he not necessarily as dumb or mental as he seems? Because think about it. So the Kardashians are always clowned on. They constantly get barraged with being the one percent, yada yada. So lucky, so fortunate, but yet they continue yeah. to thrive. And they've they've thrived for the past fifteen or so years. Yeah, and they get called dumb all the time. Like can, I I remember back in the old days of internet, like two thousand twelve. Uh, that's all I would see about Kim Kardashian West or Kim Kardashian at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, that she was just dumb. She was a bimbo. She was all this stuff, and yet we see her today. Like she is uh, campaigning for prison reform. She has spoken to the president of the United States. On prison reform, she has actual causes behind her. She is, she's not as dumb as people make her out. She's not, be, I think. But so that leads to my point. All publicity is good publicity. So in a way, yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, let's say you're dismissed out of hand for being Kanye for running for president. I'm not saying yeah. this manic episode helps, but I'm mm-hmm. saying you've already announced that you're not going to run for 2020. You're running for 2024. He's already made that very clear that he had no intention yeah. to run. And that's evident in the fact that he didn't release anything about his 2020 campaign until basically the primaries are starting. Yeah. So yeah. with that being said, if you're Kanye, do you make a manic episode out of yourself? Do you make a disaster right now so that in two, three years when you're down the line, you can say, hey, that's where I was. Here's where I mm-hmm. am now. You make an example and then you do what Kim did. You get causes behind you. You say, here's what I stand for. Here's what I suffered through. I have these mental health issues. I have these manic episodes. So I want to make this better in America. Here's my campaign now. Mm-hmm. Is he providing yeah. himself with material for the future? Is he giving himself a leg to stand on? 
I honestly don't think he is. I, I, I think the more he tweets, the more he talks, the worse of a chance he has. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's we, just how I see it. I mean, we live in a day and age where the internet doesn't forget anything. Like what, whatever, yeah. what you put on the internet, despite whatever you may think, it is on there. Yeah, for it, sure. It's on there. You know, it's just it is the way it is. It's the culture we live in, and that that's a topic mm-hmm. for another time. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I definitely, I'm definitely conflicted on because on one part, I, I definitely, can, I'm definitely concerned for his well being. Um, yeah. And ensuring that he is okay. There's a lot of resemblance in him and Etika. You know, there, there's a lot of delusions of grandeur in both of them. There's a, yeah. a lot of um, man. I, I can't. I can't think of the right word to phrase. But there is a lot of insanity in both situations, and so it obviously it clearly makes you panic. I mean, the fact that Dave Chappelle. I mean, the, yes, the, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. The following day flew out. I mean, that says something right there. That 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 absolutely shows something from a close friend. Like, hey, are you are you familiar with uh, J- Dave Chappelle and his stuff? I am familiar, dude. This just cements the fact that Dave Chappelle is a G. He is the realest G there has ever been. He is um, absolutely. The fact that Kanye was tweeting at 11 p.m. and the following morning, Dave Chappelle was at his ranch in Wyoming just to check up on Kanye just cements the fact that he is a g he's a real friend to to kanye west he's a real uh brother to him like absolutely it's just so impressive to me and i think kanye i think kanye appreciated it like the the video that they posted was a bit awkward yeah but you could tell that um kanye really appreciated it and i think he really needed someone to be there you know what i'm saying exactly no i i got you i i've absolutely i, I understand that I think I think it's endearing to see this positive support coming out. I think it's this is a rare time when we've seen the internet actually kind of come together. Um, yeah. a, a lot of times in situations like this, yeah, I mean, me included, I'm not exactly you know innocent from this at all. But the internet, we like we like to make fun of people. We like to clown because when we're hiding behind for, a screen, for real. When and we're that's, hide- how, that's why Etika died. Exactly. That's why he died because he got made so he got made fun of constantly. Fully, uh, fully agreed. And I think. The, the real issue here is not necessarily that Kanye's having a manic episode. It's The question yeah. is, why did we react so poorly? Why did Twitter, why did the internet react so poorly? Like I under, This man's in the spotlight 24-7, regardless of who you are. I mean, no matter what he does, he is on Twitter. I mean, you said it yourself. He made a deal with Gap on Twitter. He releases a song on Twitter. He yeah. brushes his teeth. He's on Twitter. <laughs> so, like, yeah. how... what? I can't personally imagine what that does to someone's personality, especially their mental health. But I, yeah. the, the real question here is why is so it, big and famous and so beloved and for yeah. so long as well? It takes a yeah. toll, you know, and to be you're scrutinized under a microscope consistently. And yeah. so I, I think it's I think it's a key note to say that not only is it necessarily his, you know, his health we should be worried about, but the Internet as well. We need to do a better job of. Not just coming out and making fun of these people when we see it or just tweeting about it, making it trending. We need to be part of the solution, not the problem. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we could talk about this this topic for, for ages. There is so much behind Kanye West um, just talking about his music, his life. This, this deals with topics of race, uh, mental illness, social media, culture as a whole. There is so much to unpack in this one topic it is insane um 
I, and I'll, I'll, I think the main thing that I just to parrot you, um, yeah, mental illness and the way we look at it in, in America and, and the rest of the world needs to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't respond with like clown emojis in chat, you know, that's what they did with Etika clown mm-hmm. emojis after clown emojis. That's all they, they, they sent him. Um, yeah. We can't I think, respond like that. I, I think, especially on the internet, when we're hiding behind screens, we forget that these people are real people too. And we, we, yeah. I think, unfortunately, we've come to a point in our lives where we forget a lot of times that these people have rights too. These people have the right yeah. to be mentally sane. They have the right to be treated the right as a human to being. privacy. I Absolutely. saw a tweet today of, of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian sitting in their car at Wendy's Mm-hmm. And and they were and Kim Kardashian was crying, and Kanye looks out his window to see the paparazzi taking photos of him. He literally has zero privacy. They are they're 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 talking through their issues. We haven't even touched on that. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye outed his wife on Twitter for for uh, for cheating on him basically, and we don't know if that's true or not, or if that's um, a, a, a outcome of this this episode that he was having that he thought that his wife was cheating on him with Meek Mill, mm-hmm. um, and that's an entirely different topic. But yeah. like these people have zero privacy. Yeah, I, I, we I think generally we forget that these people have real lives too, and. I, you know, as perfect as we want to seem as people on the internet, and we like to stand for yeah. all the right causes, we like to say all the right words at the right times, I yeah. think it's important that we acknowledge we're not right. I mean, I think that's clearly evident in the Shane Dawson case, where, you yeah. know, I don't necessarily, let me be clear, I don't, I don't necessarily sympathize with the man for what he said, because yeah. <laughs> he said, sure, sure. he said some truly terrible things. But we all have to understand that, you know, we do say screwed up crap a lot of times in our lives and we're not always going to say the right thing and we're going to say things that are offensive sometimes and i think that's important that as people that we understand that learning and condemning is two different things it's one thing to be a consistent person that says the same thing time and time again and consistently has the same reaction and consistently makes the same jokes that are offensive and horrible and that's one thing to say in that path and that's a point of condemnation and distance but it's one thing for someone to say something once 10 years ago or so, or five years ago even, and say, okay, yeah, they screwed up, but let's be a part of the solution. Instead of telling people what they did wrong, let's show them what they can do right. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, that leads to camp. That's a, that's a whole, that's a wide umbrella of topics. But I think I from Shane Dawson to Kanye, it's truly apparent. That it's just, we need to quit treating people the way we are. We can't just cancel lies. We, we act as if, yeah. Cancel culture. We act as if we can just cancel people like they are a Twitter account. Unfortunately, though, these people's yeah. lives they continue past Twitter. So what do we do yeah. then? You know, telling people what they did was wrong. Okay, that's cool. How do I fix it? Yeah. So um, yeah, that's one of our other topics. Hashtag Rip Shane was uh, number one in the U.S. on Monday. Yes. Um, at, for for uh, for making jokes about the Trayvon Martin case back in like what was that 2015? I believe it was 2012. Uh, that, that actually, happened? I think it was 20. Was it really 2012? I believe Holy it was crap. 2012. Um, and I think it's especially touchy because the man charged in the case actually went acquitted of manslaughter after the murder. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and that whole case is is another whole topic by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Shane Dawson. Uh, the video came out that he was making jokes about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what did he, what did you, did you see what he said? Uh, I, exactly. I did not see the exact words that he said. 
Um, I have kind mm -hmm. of seen paraphrase, and again, I've seen this all from article headlines, and so I've seen quotes. So take yeah. take everything I say with a grain of salt because I haven't seen the exact words, nor have I heard the exact words, so I can't attest to necessarily the sarcasm or comedic quality that he was intending with it. Yeah. Um, and 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 as a preface, uh, as a pref preface, preface, mm -hmm. uh, Jonathan was not supposed to be on the show. Uh, it was supposed to be Connor, but Connor's got uh, is is busy this week. So yeah. uh, I brought Jonathan last second, uh, just uh, just so we could get the episode out. Um, so if Jonathan is not fully <laughs> aware on all of this, give him some grace, you know. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Roast me. I don't care. At my Twitter. I don't care. <laughs> at Jonathan Close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Jonathan Close OF. But anyways. Uh -huh. No, I'm joking. But anyways, um, so no, I haven't seen the exact details of the case, but I have seen a lot of people roast him for a lot of different things. One of them, blackface being an inappropriate joke, stuff like that. Um, sexualizing children. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he is, he has got some dirty, dirty jokes under his belt for he sure. He does. He does. Um, Joe, uh, whether they're jokes or not is, is, uh, is up for debate as well. Yeah. And that, you know, on the internet, you can't read someone at intent. You can never truly know someone's intent, no matter how yeah. good you think you can read for somebody. Sure. There's a reason actors exist for a reason. And yeah. believe it or not, 99% of these YouTubers are actors, it, whether or not you mm -hmm. think it. I mean, even from vlogs to gaming channels to true crime videos to legal legal, you know, it's they're acting. Yeah. They are playing a part in a role, and that's why we watch it. We don't, you yeah. know, and we don't necessarily take that for account. And so Shane Dawson has iconically been in a lot of heat. Iconically yeah. been in a lot. I mean, and he's, he's been, one of the like forebearers of the internet. He is mm -hmm. like 2006 YouTube and and. He has such a history on the internet through all of its ups and downs. Like there, there, mm -hmm. there's no way that there's not something yeah. out there that 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 looks bad for like, him. You know? He's he's basically Old Testament YouTube at this point. I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how old we're talking yeah. here. Like for, I mean, he was on it before you could even monetize it. That's back when ten thousand yeah. subscribers was a big deal. Yeah, you yeah. know. So you know, man, so those were the days. Those were the freaking days. Those man. were the days. <laughs> So this man, he's iconically over time, he's made a lot of apology videos. He has. And it's always... Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. The key thing about these apology videos that I kind of observed is there... We, everyone dishes on, like, you never do enough. You never say enough. What are mm -hmm. you really supposed to say in these videos? I'm sorry. I screwed up. I'm not going to do it again. But that I don't yeah. agree with that sentiment. Because I, the internet... I, I feel like a lot of people, when they look for someone that screwed up, they look for perfection afterwards. There's no yeah. sense of growth. There's no sense of, hey, I screwed up. How do I get better? There's no learning curve. And yeah. while it's important that we don't fall into the same habit and mistake that we've made before, and he, if, I guess if you want to, some people could debate and say that he has fallen into the same habits that he's done before, thus negating mm -hmm. and nulling the, his past the, apologies. The apology videos, yeah. Absolutely. But I think what's important is that, hey, these videos are old. These are not, re this is not recent content. We're mm -hmm. digging, we are digging up buried treasures from his channel. Buried yeah. thing. And a treasure is an exaggeration. Don't, don't, don't quote me on that <laughs> word. Um, but we're digging up old stuff from his channel. We're digging it, we're taking it, and we're taking it in the context of what we want to take it in without taking mm -hmm. into account apology videos, growth, discussion. And I think if there's one thing to be taken from all of this, there's room mm -hmm. for discussion. And, I'm a true advocate in believing that, okay, if I screwed up, 
tell me I screwed up so that I can become an advocate for what I used to not believe. So a mm -hmm. very famous example of this is James Gunn with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. You know, a, a famous, I mean, he almost didn't direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because of stuff he said a decade prior to him being exposed for it. Yeah, on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter of all places, which that... and it was it was in the same vein as a lot of what uh, uh, Shane Dawson has joked about. It was it was about mm -hmm. children, I believe. It was it was a it was a pedophile joke, I believe. I think it was I'm, pedophile, and there was also face, uh, some racism in there. I think there was a racist slur in gotcha. there. Gotcha. Yes, and I think that's really what triggered it. And I, I, I let me be clear. I don't. There's no room for that, especially on the internet. There's, you know, I don't agree with racial slurs. I don't agree with them being used. I understand how they can be very hurtful and demeaning, especially the people that unfortunately have been identified by them in the past, in the past culture. Yeah. Yep. So I understand that there needs to be awareness and I understand their sensitivity to it. But yeah. I do think that there needs to be an advocate for saying, okay, I used to say this as a joke to shock for shock, to say it as funny yeah. versus... Yep. And under, teach that person why it's wrong so they can become an advocate for the same belief. You know, yeah. I, it's impossible to tell someone what to believe. You can't just say, hey, believe what I believe or else you're wrong. Yeah. That, that's the wrong way that we approach things a lot of times, unfortunately, it's online yeah. in recent culture. You know, and that's what cancel culture really promotes is if you don't believe what I believe, I'm canceling you. You're shut down until you believe what I believe. There's no room yeah. for growth. There's no room for conversation. And I can understand where they're coming from. I can understand the point of, okay, I'm done talking about this. Yeah. But there, you know, if, if we want there to be true change, not just temporary change, like these so-called apology videos, there needs to be a true conversation. There needs to be a talk. We need to discuss these things out in the open and really just pr uh, pry out the inner workings of this conversation and get it out and expose that. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I agree with a lot of the things you said. Um, I do think, uh, what's happening to Shane, uh, in some ways is due to him. Uh, oh, yeah. some, yeah. some of the jokes that he has made has been, I almost, I can't even defend. I, and I'm, I'm a big advocate for, if it's a joke, you should be able to say it. I'm a big advocate for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, some of these things, I, I, I don't know if I can see them as, as jokes. I don't, I can't tell if he's joking or not, you know, mm -hmm. and, and to really be able to, uh, make a definitive decision, I would have to talk to Shane myself. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, there, there's uh, only, sorry, yeah, no. there's only so much you can, you can gather from the internet. There's only, mm -hmm. only so much of a person's head you can pick from the internet, unless you have talked to that person yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I, I honestly don't think you should be judging. Yeah. To be honest. There, there, there's too much dis... I mean, you know, I agree with you very much to the extent, um, with that extent. I think, again, Shane Dawson, I think the ultimate lesson here, I, I, I think the general frustration with him and why he's being canceled or so-called quote-unquote canceled is mm -hmm. it, he's been through this before. He's done it. Yeah, he's done it sure. before. For you sure. know, if, if, if you realize that's a part of your past, Delete the videos. Get rid of that culture in your video so it doesn't happen again. I think that you, if you really, I think what people are saying is if you genuinely care about the change, you're going to take what remains of it off the internet. You're going to do what you can to change your facade and change your image, right? I mean, yeah. that's just marketing 101. I, yeah. So I can understand the frustration behind it. Um, mm -hmm. I, 
a lot, again, a lot of his jokes are just indefensible. And I'm on the same lines with you. I think it's, I think you should be able to have a conversation. And I think if you want to say a joke within reason, it's a joke, you know, you know, and there are certain lines to be drawn with that. Again, racial slurs, homophobic slurs, that's very, it's a very black and white line. It's not really as gray as some people would take it to be. Um, I don't know. I just, I think it's an interesting case. I think it's an interesting mm-hmm. point for conversation to say, all right, at what point do we, at what point do we cancel? And at what point do we learn and converse? Yeah. I, I think instead of I, ha- I, honestly, if you have to learn and converse first, you, you can't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's, it's right to at the first sign of trouble, cancel someone. Um, I think if, if they have done something truly wrong if if after a, a an investigation, if after and if you want to do this yourself personally, like go ahead, do it. Um, but this this mob mentality of cancel this person, cancel this person, cancel this person cannot be sustained. At at, at some point, we're gonna have no one. Like no one is perfect. No one is perfect at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just think this is this is unsustainable. You're never gonna have someone perfect to look up to. Uh, all your heroes are are bad people. <laughs> yeah, everyone's I, a bad person. I fully. And, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, and and that's just the case. That's just the case with humanity. <laughs> I, I agree with you. There needs to be room for conversation. I think Shane is a little bit less grace to be given, but I think instead of cancel culture, we need to have conversation culture. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point to put out there. You know. Because when you cancel something, you, you not only cancel their thought, but you negate yourself when yeah, you're so black sure. or white. Uh, you know, there there's room for forgiveness, sure, but there's also room, if you mean meaningful change, then you should understand that change doesn't come from brutality and force. I mean, we've learned yeah, that through sure. many administrations. We've learned that through many world wars. We've learned that from the Russians, for goodness sake. You know, yeah. so I think if we're going to, if we're truly adamant about meaningful change, then we're gonna make, uh, we're gonna make a, a good stride in that direction versus just trying to cancel what we don't believe in. Yep. So. And um, I think that brings us into our next topic: uh, the Washington Football Team. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an interesting story right there. An interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, no longer will they be. Uh, the will they be the team the who shall not be named? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Redskins. They won't be the Redskins any longer. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Um, I'm not that upset about it. I'm not. I, I don't think I'm that upset about it either. Uh, I think it's – either way, I don't really care. Uh, it's Football's not that big of a deal to me. Um, I agree with that. I do have questions for it, though. What do you have? What? So, all right, you're going to cancel Washington Redskins for being deri- for being racist, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about the Cleveland Indians, the baseball team? Yeah, I mean they're an MLB. They're an MLB team. Indians is kind of a racist term as well. It like, is. They're not Indians. They're it's, they're Native Americans. Yeah, it's they, actually, they're native to America. <laughs> they were here before any of us were. I mean, I'm an Italian yeah. immigrant, so like I, I'm not from anywhere. But um, mm-hmm. no, I mean it's. I mean, if you're gonna cancel, if you're gonna change one, and I can understand the want for change, um, and mm-hmm. I'll get into why in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna cancel one, you have to cancel R. There's no, there's no pick or choose here. 
There is, yeah. it's all or nothing with this topic. Because again, it's like I said earlier, especially with stuff, with very uh, char- racially charged things such as indigenous people, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very black and white. There's no room for, okay, well, it's fine here, but not fine here. I mean, we got rid of yeah. Columbus Day for a reason. We changed it yeah. for a reason. It's because... It, it it really wasn't a good he wasn't a good guy he didn't change a whole lot and he For didn't real. do what he said yeah. so yep, he didn't there are plenty of teams out there with racially charged names but i think if you're going to change the redskins you have to change all of them and that's not a conversation that's being had um and so yeah. i cannot my question though is why not sooner why why are we waiting to do it like if you know it's yeah. going to happen why wait I, I don't understand why now i mean i i, I mean i i understand why now um but if it, if it was me in Washington or or in charge of the team, this would have been done years ago. Exactly, like, you want to be avoid leading it. the 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 controversial aspect of this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I can't believe it's only being done now. To be honest, absolutely, because you want to be the front runner. Like with anything media, you want to be the trailblazer. You want to be the new, yeah. the creative. And so I don't I don't understand from how a marketing standpoint, you wait until you're like it's every like with Aunt Jemina's, everything happening with that as well. I mean, all yeah. of these big brands, these big uh, names, you know, all right, I understand. And I, I don't necessarily think that that all of this removal of race and, and like, even with Trader Jose's, I mean, that's kind of racist, not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but, but all of this, I don't think any of this was really asked for. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think... The black community is asking for Aunt Jemima to be taking off, taken off of the bottle, mm-hmm. the, the syrup bottle. Mm-hmm. I think they're act, a, asking for actual police reform. They're a, asking for actual uh, equality, actual fair treatment in in, in judicial sh- uh, systems. They're asking for all of this. Absolutely. Um, and. I don't think they're asking for for Aunt Jemima to be removed from the syrup bottle. Like this is the dumbest thing ever. I I fully agree. I think all right, and that that's a key thing. That's a very very key note there because you're absolutely right. There have been a lot of people. Even BLM came out themselves and said, "Hey, look, we are not asking for these things to happen. We are yes, standing this is together. the most basic like surface level appeasement like that they can have." They mm-hmm. want actual change, and this is not actual change. This is just PR, surface level bullcrap PR. Exactly, that's it, what it is. It is. I fully agree with you. I think I, I understand changing it. Don't get me wrong. I agree with the changes, but yeah. it's important that we do it for the right the right reason. It's like we talked about Shane Dawson. What's the true intent here? And I think it's yeah. important that we clarify the Washington Redskins are not changing their name because they mean well. Let's be very yeah. clear about that. They yeah, are changing. For sure. The, they are changing their name to sell well because they want to yeah. be woke, quote unquote. But yeah. it's important that 99% of the population that is asking for this change, that is on board with these movements, they're not asking for these little petty things. Because in, yeah. in the true run of things, I think a lot of people could care less about what Antiminas is called or Antiminas. <laughs> Versus people yeah. not getting targeted by police because they're indigenous or racial minority communities. Yeah, yeah. And that's I, I looked like back when all of this was happening with the George Floyd case, um, like the statistics I was reading with how often like Mexicans get arrested, how often blacks get arrested, mm-hmm. like per capita, you know, how often and like to look at the white and the Asian like marks like, dude, yeah, it's it's honestly skewed. 
yes. it, it can't not be skewed at that point. Exactly. It can't not be racial. Absolutely. Know? There is, it, I, you know, there's, it, so I'm going to just throw it out there just so people know. I have an uncle who is a police officer. So I, mm. I, I am par- partial to both sides here. I want that bias to be known. He, mm. I'm from Louisiana. So we are from a very diverse community, a very um, low-income community, if I, will, if I shall say. Um, mm. And so I can definitely see both sides of the equation. But there, mm. I, I mean, I grew up. I grew, I grew up seeing it. I mean, I witnessed this stuff firsthand. It's absolutely racially charged. And there are yeah. bad apples out there. Unfortunately, we live in a world... Yeah. And we live in a nation where freedom of speech and freedom of thought has reigned supreme. And unfortunately, the idea of total freedom has taken the grasp of what is right and wrong out of people's mind. It's kind of turned people's mind into, well, if I can, I will, if that yeah. makes sense. You know, there's a sense mm-hmm. of freedom and then there's a sense of right. And uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, some people have come out of touch with what is right because mm-hmm. of the, maybe their heritage or their way of life. But that, yeah. you know, with this whole BLM movement thing, uh, with everything that's cha- with uh, that's happening, all this good movement, my question is, the cops are one part of it, absolutely. But I don't think that's yeah. the root of the issue. The system is screwed. Don't get me wrong. The system is screwed up. It is skewed. It is charged towards these racial minorities. But mm-hmm. it starts at home. These people are turning yeah. out the way they are because of the environment they were raised in. So we yeah. can blame the cops. We can blame the system. And there are changes that need to be made. And, Do the, not and the same wrong. thing with, the, with the, the black community, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. the reason the black community is, in, is the way it is is because of the environment the black community has been in for the past 50, 60, 70 years. Like the U.S. government has funneled cocaine and drugs into these low-income black communities, and that has totally destroyed the family unit mm-hmm. in all of those communities. Absolutely. The, and and to say that this isn't systematic or it's or it's not real, or or the fact that it's the it's the black community itself's fault uh, mm-hmm. for all of that is happening, is is totally false. Mm-hmm. Like. Jeez, man, it's it's so sad to see the black father not being around, and and that is not necessarily the the father's fault. It's not necessarily the community's fault. Mm-hmm. It is not necessarily the environment's fault. It is the fault of of the the government. Like, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but the government has funneled these drugs in this and this police force into these communities and has taken away and has broken up the, the black family union. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, to say, to say otherwise is, is completely false. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and I know it's, it's such a huge, like draining topic, but it mm-hmm. has to be said. It has to be, again, this is a point of conversation. It's a huge point of conversation. It's unfortunately we've become disenfranchised. I mean, even going back to, right after the Civil War, Jim Crow laws, everything starting there. Uh, we have never set up indigenous or racial, racially diverse communities for success. We have not oh, once sure. put them, I, sure. mean, I mean, the, the extent of the world that's set up, we have to completely re-navigate and redesign the system because this country was made for freedom and it was founded on great principles. But they, yeah. th- it was built by people that are flawed because as humans, we are all flawed inevitably. Yeah. So the question, my... 
my concern is not the fact that we are asking for systematic reform because it absolutely there is a need for it. George Floyd is an instance of that. Mm. Ahmad Aubrey is yeah. an instance of that. Breonna Taylor is an instance of that. My yeah. question now lies, why is it happening? And yes, the system's part of it, but it starts at home. It starts with kids. It starts with the fact the fact that the majority of kids in the past 100 or so years, ever since the baby boomer generation, maybe 70, ever since the baby boomer generation have grown up in daycare. We've become disenfranchised yeah. with the idea of a real family is. We've become disenfranchised Dude, with having ever parents. Ever since corona, like... The amount of people I've seen outside oh my, and yes. engaging with the community and and fishing and all of this crap is astonishing. It's almost like the system is broken. Like mm -hmm. it's not it's not the fact that anymore that kids have phones and and don't want to go outside. Mm -hmm. They do. I've seen it. I drive around this community every day and I see people outside because of the fact that. Work is 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 slow. Yes, like school is closed. Yes, uh, all of this, and it, it's they don't have homework. They don't have this. It's almost as if we have s like put a stranglehold on on all of the families in all of the communities that that all they want to do is go inside and be on their phone because that is the easiest option. That is the option of least resistance. It's mm -hmm. it's crazy to see. Like I. At the beat, I never thought I'd see this many people outside. Yeah. Uh, just driving around the community, just enjoying, <laughs> like, this is what it was like in the 80s. Like, this, yeah. what has changed? What has changed? Well, I'll tell you it, what's changed. I don't think phones are the, are the issue. I don't think the internet is the issue. It's not. Something within school and work and that whole complex has changed. There it is right there. It starts at school. It starts at work. It starts in the fact that to provide in America, most people are working two jobs to survive. And most people uh, want to send their kids to the best yes. school. And their kids have to perform. They have to be STEM. They have to be AP. They have to be honors or else you're a failure. You got to go to college. You it, have to get A's. You if, have to do yes. homework. You have to do this. If you're not in the National Honor Society, you're a failure. If you're not high honors, you're a failure. If you're not an AP, you're a failure. If you don't like, if you don't like science, you're a failure. I'm going to yeah. college for musical theater. Theater. Do you know how supportive my parents are of that? Not at all. Because yeah. we live in it's not their fault either. That's the way they've been raised to believe that everyone needs to get a nine to five job that pays six digits to be just be able to support their family. We've come to believe yeah. that the bare necessity of life is just being able to afford rent. And yeah. unfortunately, that's the sad reality when life should be about family. You know, a, a big question that's come up recently in my mind, and a lot of people's minds, other, especially when we talk about Halloween Horror Nights, what am I working for? What am I looking forward yeah. to? And yeah. unfortunately, we live in a world where kids are growing up. For the past 40 years, we've grown up in a world, in a community that celebrates being the best and only the best. And we, I mean, as far as athletic, drugs in athletics and high school and collegiate athletics are at an all-time high. Steroid use is yeah. at an all-time high because there's such yeah. an immense pressure on our children to perform at the highest level at the youngest age and be the next big thing. Unfortunately, yeah. our standards as a, as a society of what it means to be human have gone too big, have gone too far. What happened just being normal? What ha there, there's something to be said for the average person. Yeah. And unfortunately, we live in a society that we strayed from that. Everyone has to be, everyone has to be the best. Everyone has to be unique in so many different ways. They have to be this, that, or the other, as opposed to just being themselves. That's it's yeah. not. Let me be clear. 
Social media is not the reason anxiety, depression, and suicide are at an all-time high in teens. It starts I at home. I don't think so, yeah. It yeah. starts at home. It, it starts with the fact that our parents are gone, and not because they want to be. It's because they want to provide the best life. And in order to do that in this day and age, you have to work 80-hour weeks. You have to work yeah. because it's all about your commitment to the business because you should be thankful that you have a job that lets you work 80-hour weeks with no overtime, never lets you see your kids for little to no pay. Yeah. That, uh, that is the issue. Yeah, I, I agree. And I don't think, I think in ways social media is, is to blame for depression and stuff like that. But I don't think that it is the root cause. Mm-hmm. I don't think the, the state of social media, the state of Twitter, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is the root cause of, of depression and all mm-hmm. that is going on in America. No. It's just not. Twitter is a result um, of what has happened in the actual world. The internet yeah. is a result of yeah. what's actually happened in the world. Yeah, it is an echo of it. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was my little rant on uh, our American oh, culture. No, it, it was good content. <laughs> good content, bro. Good content. Um, with that being said, I, have, I do have another rant. All right. It was pretty much album week last week. Albums dropping like yeah. crazy. Logic <laughs> dropping an, an awesome album. Taylor Swift and you know dropping who didn't a new drop album. an album. Who? Kanye West. I knew you were going <laughs> like to say Kanye said. West. I knew. I know. He did. Like he said he was going to do. Yep. He lies. Oh, man, that poor man. But all right. <laughs> so the, last week being album week, lots of new music. I've got to say, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift's new album. I am not a fan. What? I'm what? not a fan. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm not a fan. Dude. I'm sorry. Dude. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the staging. I don't like the storytelling. I don't like the vocals. I don't like the weird production value. It's okay. I am I am completely the opposite. I think this is the highest the highest Taylor has ever been on an artistic level. This is her finest album to me. Like ever since Ever since eighteen or nineteen eighty six, like everything's been going downhill. Everything has been going downhill. Like Reputation was probably her worst album. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Folklore for sure. is is something entirely new. It's in something entirely different for for Taylor. Um, I think the production's fine. I think some of the songs are a bit messy, um, especially in the latter half of the album. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think the storytelling is fantastic. I think. Taylor has never sounded better. This her voice in this production mix well. They mix well. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think it's great. I think it's a great album. Okay. Well, I mean, to each their own. I'm not going to discriminate. But the real news in this week. All right. So there is some massive news as far as Twitch and music in the music industry. Logic yeah. also released his new album. He hosted a listening party to not 10,000 viewers, not 20,000 viewers. He hosted a watch party of his new album to over 100,000 viewers on Twitch. That is crazy to me. He has signed an eight-figure deal with Twitch, and he is getting over 100,000 viewers. Dude. That is unheard of for one person. In one day, he he single-handedly streamed more viewers than Ninja does on average day. Then yes, for lyric real. Lyric does on an average day. The biggest streamers mm-hmm. on the platform have not even they. I mean, Ninjas maybe touched it a couple times, but Logic yeah, just came in and dropped the nuclear bomb on Twitch and said, "Hey, by the way, I am the big news." <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. shattering. That's huge. Yeah, that yeah, was for sure. 
that was it was absolutely historic there not really have been too many more instances of that i mean the only comparable event i can really think of is the Fortnite uh concert oh yeah. yeah yeah don't talk about that don't talk about that i'm not i'm not gonna talk about it but i mean it was it was nearly it was similar it was comparable yeah um did you did you listen to the album logic's new album i did not i'm gonna be that honest okay okay I, I thought it was all right i thought it was pretty good mm-hmm. um i think it's a a a, a fitting send-off for logic uh i'm not that mm-hmm. big of a logic fan but uh, the way he has sent himself off from the music industry is is completely admirable to me. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, uh, Logic uh, announced his retirement with this album so he could focus on uh, being a father to his daughter um, and also to move over to Twitch because, you know, Twitch is just free money at this point. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Assuming you can buy a Logitech Rio for less than $700, then yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you can get a good <laughs> webcam, man, you're uh, you're set on Twitch. Um, yeah, I think it's crazy that that streaming continues to go mainstream. Um, just l- look at the look at Twitch two years ago. Can you imagine Logic streaming on Twitch two years ago? I remember streaming way back in 2014 to a crowd of 60 people, and that being a mm-hmm. big number. Yeah. I remember back in the yeah. days when a couple hundred people were big. Like it was groundbreaking when Lyric streamed to over a thousand. Then Ninja mm-hmm. came on the platform and shattered it. And then Logic yeah. pops on for one day, eight digit deal. Okay, no big deal. Just pops on. It's it's absolutely crazy how streaming continues to go mainstream. Absolutely, I think you know a lot of people. I I, I think especially right now, a lot of live performance industries. You know whether it's musical theater industry, the play theater, yeah. even sports. There's a lot of it is canceled right now due to the coronavirus. And so I think yeah. a lot of people more than ever are looking for a sense of real life events, real things happening in real mm-hmm. time because we've been so distanced from real life and things happening in real time that it just it, it's really enlightening to feel a sense of engagement with the world where you're at currently versus watching a YouTube video made two years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's fantastic what's going on with Twitch. Uh, I, like the music industry is blowing up on Twitch. Like the live performance oh my aspect gosh. of it. Like it, that's all you see on the front page of Twitch these days. That's, it is, it's all talent. It's pure talent. It is. It's not the pop industry. Let me be clear. It's not just Billie Eilish coming out with another album. It's. I'm sorry. It was a joke. 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 It wasn't Ed Sheeran dropping another rap track. It was. Yeah. Okay. It was. It's actual talent. It's people with real, true gifts performing that normally wouldn't have this exposure. I think that's really that's some good news that I like hearing. I like seeing that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good news for everybody all around, honestly. for It's encouraging to producers. It's encouraging to musicians. It's encouraging to audience watching it. It's great promotion. It's easy money. It's just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm curious to see what happens, especially post-COVID-19, to see how the economy and how the internet shifts towards more live performances. Because yeah. in, in recent years, Twitch has made a big come for YouTube. And YouTube has tried to fight it. I mean, Facebook has inevitably tried to fight it with their facebook live i mean even mixer gave it a good run but i mean twitch is really they are like taking it on top of it they are on top of it by a long shot so i'm curious to see what happens with that yeah me too me too yeah it's gonna be fun so um i did you hear about uh the news about luigi and arceus 
<laughs> okay, we'll talk about this real quick. This, this, um, I've been dying to talk about this. Have you really? I have. <laughs> okay, yeah, I have. Uh, this was really interesting to me because I, I played these games when... Uh, when I was young. Um, mm-hmm. So the past week has been filled with a bunch of beta leaks of old video games like uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. The beta sprites and all that stuff and how the, the game was coded have mm-hmm. been leaked out online. Um, same thing with Super Mario 64. 24 years after Super Mario 64 has been released, we have finally found Luigi in the code of Super Mario 64. <laughs> We did and it, I boys. Remember, like, we the, did it. The old days of the internet, where this was a huge deal. Like it was a huge conspiracy theory that Luigi was in the game. Like the fountain in the courtyard says Ella's real or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to find out twenty four years later that uh, that he actually is in the game for real. Dude, imagine twenty four years from now we find out here Brian's real in Minecraft. <laughs> Dude, hey, that you would never be, know. You never know. You that'd never be, that'd know. be pretty crazy. That would be pretty crazy. Um, but no, that I, I thought that was really cool. I mean, the, the dedication it must take to like just literally sit oh through life to code. Because yeah. it's not like you can manu- it's not like you can write a script for this type of thing because you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. It's just people sifting through lines of code. Imagine being the, yeah. but imagine twenty four years coding that and then everyone going up in arms about it and being like, Yeah, I know. I've known this all along. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've known this the whole time. I made I, it. I, I mean, it's it's equivalent to knowing everything. Like, at any historical... Like, how did Elvis die? Who shot JFK? Yeah. It's about... It's like one of those great historical, like, curiosities. Was there yeah. Luigi in the game? I don't know. Mm, until no. now. 24 years later. 24 years later, we found <laughs> it. We did it, boys. The internet. We have accomplished you, Have something. you seen the, the sprites of the beta Pokemon? I have. Bro, those are some ugly looking. <laughs> Bro, it, it, it's um, they are it's beautiful in their own way. <laughs> they are beautiful they in their own way. Beautiful in their own way. They, it, oh my yeah, gosh. it's definitely um, it's definitely interesting. They are yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are definitely the um, avenue Q of the Pokemon. And I, I think that wraps up our, our show for today. Does it really? A lot of topic. Yeah, it we does. did. I think we're we're gonna end it end it there. We talked about Kanye West. We talked about Halloween Horror Nights. R.I.P. H.H.N. F and Chat uh, Thirty. F and Chat for for my boy. <laughs> uh, we talked about Shane Dawson. We talked about the the albums that came out this week. Yeah. Lore and Logic. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. I think it was a good episode. I had a lot of fun. This was a ton of fun. Yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, do you want to shout yourself out? Put yeah. your Twitter in there. Anytime, absolutely. At Jonathan Close OF, as an official. Um, okay. Come oh, follow official me. Official Jonathan Close. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I I, uh, I tweet about Broadway pretty much daily. So if you're interested in musical theater themed tweets, come at me, bro. Yeah. Jonathan is a huge Broadway nerd. Um, anyways, thank you all for joining us live here on Twitch. And if you'd like to listen to more, uh, just look us up on Apple Podcasts at the Trending Tab. Um, we've got a couple episodes out. Uh, feel free to binge and 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 peruse at your own uh, at your own uh, pace. We're also on Spotify. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us this week. This has been Nathan Dyke. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Uh, on the all right, all right, all right.